Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker, and it is now time for the bigger picture with Ryan Huang. Ryan, to set things in context for this next conversation, it really is on the back of how people are seeing the year ahead as a year for this continued shift toward recovery. A lot of things in play here, you know, monetary policy, etc. I think you are seeing quite a bit of optimism coming through. We've got border restrictions easing up. We've got, of course, the land border between Malaysia and Singapore now starting to show signs that we might go back to normal soon enough. So Mm -hmm. we've got all these things coming into play and just painting a brighter picture ahead. And if you look at what Credit Suisse is looking at in terms of its outlook next year, they are expecting the global economy to grow by 4.3%. And to get a bigger picture of what all this means for markets and investors, Let's check in with Suresh Tantia. He is the Senior Investment Strategist for Credit Suisse. Morning, Suresh. How are you doing this Friday morning? Good morning. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on the show. Hey, glad to have you on, Suresh. So let's get your overview of where the global recovery is heading. We've got the bright side of how border restrictions are easing up, but at the same time, concerns coming back as well on the COVID-19 front, at least with this new variant coming to just send some jitters to the markets this morning. How do you think we are going into next year in terms of the recovery momentum? I think the global economy will see a good recovery next year. As you highlighted earlier, we expect the global growth to come in at 4.3% next year. So despite last few days concern about new strain of virus in one of the African countries. I think it's highly unlikely that we will see lockdown measures like we saw last year. So the global the recovery post-pandemic will continue, especially in developed markets like US and Europe, where there is very little appetite for going back to lockdown measures like last time. And with the emergence of antiviral pills by some of the healthcare companies, it also reduces the risk of deaths and hospitalization. So I think that will also support the economic recovery going next year. Yeah, Suresh, that's a very interesting point. There's this aspect to it as well. You pointed out developed countries. They seem to be doing better in terms of vaccination rates. And you pointed out as well, the new variant is coming from South Africa. And the African continent, in a way, rates of vaccinations are much lower. Is this going to mean next year potentially a widening gap in terms of recovery and what it might mean for emerging markets? Yes, absolutely. I think similar to what we have seen this year, next year also developed market economies and the equity market should do well compared to the emerging markets. Because emerging market, they are still struggling with COVID with the exception of, I would say, South Asia. And in DM, the recovery has been very strong. Next year also growth will be strong. The governments in developed markets are supporting their economies and markets. So I think the developed market equities will deliver good returns next year compared to the emerging markets. The situation is slightly different in Asia. I think South Asia should see good recovery with the border reopening between Singapore, Malaysia, and Indonesia, Thailand also relaxing measures. So I think within the context of the emerging markets, South Asian equity markets should still do well. Yeah, Suresh, what makes it a bit interesting as well is the picture around inflation. And that has led to many developed countries, central banks, to start thinking about tightening again. The FOMC, of course, tapering. In Korea, we just saw rate hikes following the likes of New Zealand. With all that in play, we've got central banks tightening. What will this mean for equities? Are we going to see capital flows going towards these more developed countries? 
Yeah, I think we will see more flows going to developed markets because whenever interest rates go up, dollar tends to be stronger. And in that kind of environment, investors tend to prefer their home markets and especially the U.S. equity market. So I do think that the developed markets could do well compared mm-hmm. to the emerging markets. And on the interest rate hikes, I think it's most of the emerging markets which are under pressure. You can see that in the Turkish Lira, Bank of Korea, you mentioned mm. uh, Brazil hiking rates. But in case of the Federal Reserve, we expect the first rate hike to come only in the second half of next year. And the majority of the rate hikes will happen in 2023. So the economic conditions and the uh, policy outlook in a developed market still would still be very supportive of equities compared to emerging markets. It sounds like you're pricing in one rate hike uh, versus the consensus that seems to be looking at two next year. What does this mean for equities? Where are you allocating in terms of your various sector exposures? Yeah, so at the sector level, we are advising investors to stick with the cyclical sectors because they should do well in an economic recovery scenario. So we like commodity-linked companies, material companies, financials, because financials should benefit from slightly higher bodies as the rates start to go up uh, in the second half of next year. And the valuation for these sectors are much cheaper compared to growth sectors like technology, which have done very well uh, despite uh, rising interest rates. So at sector level, stick with the cyclical sectors, I think they should do better. Where does China fit in into your view next year? Is this attractive enough in terms of valuations right now? The valuations are certainly attractive right now, but um, I think China is facing a lot of headwinds, ranging from economic slowdown to tightening in the property market. You were only talking about Kaisa and you know some of the other property developers. The earnings are also being revised lower. So I think as long as these headwinds persist, it's difficult to see a recovery in China equity market. And that's why we are a bit cautious on this market. What we are advising investors is to invest in line with the government's objective. So what we like in China is uh, the sustainable China basket, which focus on renewable energy, solar, wind power, uh, electric vehicle stocks, because the government is supporting these sectors and the growth outlook for these sectors are also very strong. So I think that's the uh, opportunity to invest in uh, China right now. And just to wrap things up, Suresh, where does Singapore stocks rank on your shopping list? Are they attractive enough at this point to ride the recovery or do you think it's just you know, limited upside for now? I think we should still see some gains in the Singapore equity market. We are looking at a high single-digit kind of return for next year. The earnings will recover by 14 to 15% as the border reopening happen, a domestic economy recover. I think within the market, banks are the opportunity because as U.S. interest rates go up, the net interest margin of Singapore banks should expand and they still deliver you 4% kind of uh, dividend yield. So I think we should see decent turns from Singapore equity market, but within the market, opportunity is more with the banks because of expectations of higher rates and uh, 4% plus uh, dividend yield. All right, I've been trying to Suresh Tantia. He is the Senior Investment Strategist for Credit Suisse, helping us to give his outlook for 2022. Suresh, thanks for your time and have a great weekend in advance. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.